Jolt. The Jolt. The Jolt. This is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. How could you argue with a lyric that says, take a chance, you stupid hoe? <laughs> that was What You Waiting For by Gwen Stefani. Now, you know that was co-written and produced by our friend Linda Perry. Gwen Stefani, BTW, is going to be returning to The Voice. Um, it's looking like she's going to come back in the second part of this season. She'll be uh, flip-flopping with Christina Aguilera. The ratings are really good when uh, Gwen did the show, so <laughs> come back, little Sheba, come back. <laughs> it's five past the hour, Thursday morning, June 11th. I'm Larry Flick, and you're listening to The Jolt on Sirius XM LQ. Still ahead this morning, we're going to be uh, joined by Cindy Williams, who has a charming book called Surely I Jest, talking about her life, uh, largely the part of her life during uh, Laverne and Shirley of the 70s. And um, Dina Delicious and Sergio Kletnoy will be back to launch their new feature, The Full Fantasy Report. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's going to be really good. Speaking of really good, we are so thrilled that it is Thursday because that means that our life coach is here, Stephanie Ziv. She's America's life coach, and she is the, uh, the brains behind the On the Hook movement. And you can go to the On the Hook movement page of Facebook to learn more and to put yourself on the hook. And you can also go to stephanieziv.com. That's Stephanie with an F. I-E at the end, Z-I-E-V.com. How's that? That's so good. That's good, right? <laughs> so she's a vision in forest green this week. This I feel is, like we have to color Kelly, check. Kelly green. Is it Kelly green? Yes, it's very specific. You wouldn't know that I studied fashion, but it's a beautiful color on you. <laughs> Thank and it's a, you. a little, little kicky dress. This is my like U.S. Open outfit. It's good. <laughs> it's really Doesn't good. It look like I'm going to a tennis match. Uh, it looks like you're going to be out and about and looking fashionable. Oh well, a woman on the on on the move. This is my on a out and about day. for today, so oh, nice. it's just for you. Oh, <laughs> well, we feel very honored. So uh, Stephanie is probably still in the afterglow because you got to go to the Tonys this past weekend. I did. Oh my goodness! And you got to see a good friend of yours win. I did. Yeah, that's even better. That's the best. You know what? And it was I. I really well. I cried all day because I kind of was really. I kind of really felt it and I kept seeing her win and um and then when it happened it was just like the you know the part of the reason I'm a life coach is because I really love the stories of overcoming yeah. and I love that underdog story and I I watch all those competition shows you know I am I cry I like a freaking baby at, a, at anything. America's Got Talent, American Idol, The Voice. I it kills me. Thank goodness you said I do too. Oh my goodness, like a loser. Well, but now I don't feel like a loser. Yeah, no, no. Let's not be losers. We're, we're feeling. <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> we are feeling compassionate people who are yeah. empathizing with the underdog story, and also because I think we all have. To me, what I really and oh, also Shark Tank. By the way, I cry. All the time. I do too. Because the thing is, is I'm watching people put themselves out there and and being received by an audience who it, it to me that is the on the hook movement, right? If you don't do what you're here to give, you know, if you don't do what you're here to do, we lose. So if 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 so, that is that in motion. When people show up, when they they speak their voice, they sing their voice, they they dance their voice, they do whatever it is, then 
and then there's this roar of applause. It is because we all have that in us, you know, yeah. and we all ultimately, I think, want to see that in each other and in ourselves and, and celebrate it. So to see my friend who this has been, you know, the, it, it was she won for a fun home. She produced it. What's her name? Kristen Kasky. Mm-hmm. Um, and she that, that was not an, a simple, obvious choice to put up you know that is a it's not a happy happy joy joy play it's a it's a it's a musical that's more dramatic than jazz hands and 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 she really went through a lot of i mean she said in her speech which i also loved she said every day as as as, you know creating a musical is asking yourself every day is this ever going to happen and not is the tony ever going to happen but is this ever going to come to fruition which i think is a universal theme Anytime we take a step forward or we want something to come out or we want to accomplish something, the question is always, is this ever going to happen? And the answer is, if I make it so, you know, if I if I keep stepping forward, if I'm clear about my vision and damn it, if she wasn't clear about her vision. I know. And it was so exciting to watch. And 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 I was uh, looking at all of your congratulatory celebratory Facebook posts and it, it really made me smile um, and it gave me a lot of thought because this has been um, for me the hardest week of the time since I put myself on the hook and I think it's just I mentioned before we turned on the mic I'm just tired right now mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm on a good day moody so I'm <laughs> really oh my gosh that just throw some raw meat at me right now um, <laughs> But it happens, and, you know. That's that's sort of the human being I am. Uh, so it's been really hard to kind of stay in the zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and although I haven't been the most pleasant person to be around, uh, ask my husband. Um, <laughs> I've I have not fallen off either of my goals, and, but it was. But this is hard, and I think you know this is an opportunity for us to talk about because I think I think for people like your friend you sometimes get to have that ping, I made it moment. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of us, it's cumulative, isn't it? Where you just wake up one day and you say, everything is different. When did this happen? Mm -hmm. And I think for me, I've had more of those experiences than ping moments where I think part of my crankiness over the last 24 hours has been the result of building, working so hard to build in my professional life what I've what I've wanted and visualized for myself, and then having it happen, but not realizing that it's kind of happened and still happening, and I don't know how to handle it because it's bigger than I thought and it feels different than I thought. Um, and I know I'm being, I'm not intentionally being cryptic. I'm just trying to kind of put it. In, you know, in in as general terms as possible, so people can relate to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, there, it, it's that seems to happen more though for people, right? Where you wake up one day and it's like, oh, it's not like you get on the scale and you say, oh, I'm ninety seven pounds lighter. It's <laughs> right. like you just wake up and you're like, my life is really different, right? Yeah, and I think that you know, if we all of those shows that we just mentioned, where there is a ping moment, you know, there is a moment where you're acknowledged, yeah. you know, where you're celebrated, where the outside is looking in and rising up and giving you the ovation, so it feels even bigger. But the truth is, I think in the day to day, it is up to us um, to either ask for that reflection back, so that we can really be rooted in the the progress that we've had and the accomplishments mm. that we 
have you know that so so that we can celebrate that stuff you know because i don't think that we are just natural celebrators of ourselves and that is part of the opportunity i think to say to you know i the way i start every group that i do is i say what do you want to acknowledge about yourself and if people are like uh wow i'd never acknowledge anything about myself yeah it's you know? hard right but but your point is what there, there were two things that came up for me when you were talking. One is yes, it, this is an ebb and flow process to to be on the hook to commit to something to have a vision. It is not a straight line. You know, if we go to back to Kristen's comment about you know every day is this ever going to happen? And that's because some days you take fifteen steps back, and some ta- some days you take a half a step forward. And it it and the process of creating. It, it is a process and it's not linear and it doesn't look the same for everyone. So I do think it's a matter of, you know, I mean, the way that I do actually start my, my groups is after I see, you know, I, I they, they come in and they have to say, these were my two or more wins. This was my one or more challenge. What I acknowledge myself for is X and what I acknowledge my, 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 my team for is X. And what I'm, what I'm committed to going forward is, is X. So it's, it's kind of a, present like root in center down and and in those moments where where you're talking about where there is that that ebbing where it, there's a coming back there's a step you know there's just a moment where you don't feel completely aligned or in flow i think that those are those moments that we have to also have compassion for and acknowledge ourselves and like be where you are this is not about forcing i think it it, it depends if it's really something that you just need a break and you've been working too much um, then, then just evaluate what do I need. But in your case, you're saying you actually continue to move forward, which is amazing. It might not have been with the fervor or the joy that it had been in the weeks before, which is which is which is okay. You know, it's like we're not going to be psyched about continuing to be on Weight Watchers for the whole time, right? The the level of excitement does not stay high. It's it's right. a it's a process, and it, and I do I think it's a constant check in. How I relate to the issue is the issue. How do I feel right now? Mm. So important, though, to to um, talk about the highs and the lows, because I think, um, and I was, you, know, you want to be motivating, and sometimes the motivation for some people comes from hearing about other victories. But I think for me, and maybe it's just me, um, I get motivated from hearing how you work through the hard days mm-hmm. because. To me, hard days are common. Yes, I, I agree. I, and I and and if and if everything is great, if everything's groovy, I know you're lying to me. <laughs> and as soon as you say, as soon as you say everything is great, everything is groovy, I don't trust you because I know you're lying, and therefore it negates everything you have to say. And so, um, is that true? You feel that all the time. I if feel that. that yeah, says I, I everything think. Is great? Yeah, I think if I think if uh, if you say to someone. And, you, and it's not just like you're passing each other in an elevator. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about small talk. I mean, if you're having a conversation and you're like, so how's it going? Great. <laughs> it's almost like, did you hear what I said? <laughs> Are you just answering sound cues? Well, it's either I don't want to tell you, right? Which or, is fair right, enough. Which is totally fair. Or I'm in complete denial about what's actually wrong. Which I'm, which means I don't want to get, which means I'm not going to go deep with right. you. Right. Or I'm really just, relating to everything as great and it's it's that simple and that's my choice and that's my intention and whether it is or it isn't this is my statement and i'm sticking to it that i have a harder time with yeah 
that's fine. <laughs> Listen, I'm an Honestly, honest. I'm an honest answerer I, of how are you, which I think is a detriment sometimes. Well, I me don't, too. I don't yeah, think people really want to hear. No, so most then, people don't want right, to hear. So then I think it's also societal a little bit. I'm great because you don't really want to hear them. I think it depends shit. on where you are. I think it depends on like you know it's situational. Yeah, I think if we're you know if. If if you and I are sitting around and nobody's around and you and it's our time to hang and every time I say so what's going on and I'm thinking if everything's great with her there's no room for me to not be great mm. yeah because if you've put up that facade then what you I feel like what you're also saying is I'm not sharing with you please don't share with me that's in a you're talking about in a friendship situation yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not talking about casual right no Ca casual. Don't get up in my space. Right. <laughs> but no, I mean, if I'm... Here are if, the boundaries with Larry. Well, it's true. I have boundaries. You do. I do. It's good. <laughs> I boundaries always, are important. I don't, I, don't always, I don't always exercise them. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think... And I'm not small talk guy. I'm terrible right. at small talk. Right. I'm always like, hey, how are you doing? And but I, I keep think, it moving. But I think, you know, one thing that you, you do bring up a, a lot is kind of about the other. You know, you're, you mention competition sometimes. Mm -hmm. You mention... You know, and that that's always interesting to me because what I do in my work is I really kind of when when I'm working with a client, I don't even we don't even even if they're having an issue with someone, I don't we don't talk about that. I don't I don't let them go into the story of that person. It's all about what. It, what so what is that in you? You know, what what can you take responsibility for yeah. there? You know, what is that? What what is that triggering in you? We don't we don't care. I don't care about the other person in, in that in the spirit of that conversation. I think in the, you know, we can have that conversation generally speaking, but part of being on the hook is taking personal responsibility for that which is your shit. Absolutely. You know, and I do think that that's part of getting out of the blame game. And I'm not saying that you're doing this. No, I'm I know. Just, I hear what you're saying. But I do, you know, we talked about this a while ago, but it, it cannot be a victim place. If you're, if you're in a victim place, you're not going to be on the hook because, because there's going to be, so, it's someone else's fault that you're not on the hook. And that's not a good, that's not, that does not an on the hooker make. As I have now completely called, I now call them on the hookers. How about on the hookers? I love that. I love it too, and I've actually wanted to call that group on the hookers, but I've been afraid to do it. <laughs> so but no, I mean it's a really good point because because um, as you you know the the great thing about when you're here is it makes me I I always think very very hard about everything I say and do, which I which I love. Um, <laughs> me I'm not too. gonna lie, I, I love it. Too. Yeah. I love it because. Um, it makes me realize that in some ways I'm very, very aggressive and moving forward or like in motion. And in other ways I'm very reactive. Mm. And, and when I'm, when I'm in reactive mode, that's, I tend to be more, more verbal about my reactions than my moves because I'm afraid to reveal my moves or my plans for my moves because I'm afraid they're going to be shot down. Mm. So I just kind of do it very quietly. But go. what part of you, like, if again, if we're doing, like, who's sitting at the head of the table, what part of you, how would you name that part who, who feels like it's going to be shot down? Oh, the very shy, insecure part. The part that, the part that believes I have the answer, mm -hmm. but hasn't found the way to articulate it in a way that is relatable. So it's... Like I actually always believe I'm very smart. I just don't know that I'm smart enough... To bring it forward, you don't know if you're smart. Yeah, to I bring don't it always. Forward? I've always believed that. It's like when people say, "Have you ever felt bad about being gay?" It's like, no, I always was. I celebrate being gay. I was always worried that other people wouldn't celebrate it. Mm. So you stay. So part of you stays hidden, 
because you, I have to work it out first. You have to work it out first. And then when I feel confident about it, then I bring it forward. And then when you bring it forward, it's almost like you bring it forward with some armor. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, do Oh, not, my gosh. Yeah, yes. Right? Yes, yes, so yes. So that's why you're you're constantly prepared for the competition. You're, you're like, prepared War. to be shot down. And, yeah, because right. I was raised in a world. Right. Where my in my family life is war. Yeah, right. So that so makes it's very sense. much a result of of my upbringing. Right, is that life is war. You you know you are hyper vigilant. You're on duty at all times. Um, and I imagine many people feel that way. I mean, I think yeah. it's very common to to whatever your version of of defensiveness or um, knowing. I I do think that we all have that inner knowing, right? The people who step up on those stages that we just talked about in terms of whether it's you know, an audition for America's Got Talent, whatever, mm -hmm. they have to know something within them is, is special, right? Is here to be expressed. But um, but they've probably also been shot down, you know, internally or externally to be, before they've, they're, you know, they're willing to kind of take that step and step onto the, the, you know, step into what could be the war zone. But thankfully, in these cases, sometimes turn out to be, you know, whatever the opposite of that is. <laughs> so I'm feeling you. That's Stephanie Ziv joining us here on the Jolt. And now, okay. Here's what we're gonna be what we're going to be doing going forward. Uh, when Stephanie joins, because I put myself on the hook and because I'm self-centered, we're going to <laughs> begin our hour with Stephanie by me checking in with where I am and all of that. And then it's your turn. 866-305-6887. What do you want to be on the hook for? That is RuPaul with the title cut to his new album, The Realness. 32 past the hour. It's Thursday morning, June 11th, and you're listening to The Jolt on Sirius XM LQ. I'm Larry Flick. Our toll-free number is 866-305-6887. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook, Larry Flick, easy enough. Uh, while you're on those, you can also check out the On The Hook movement on Facebook. It's... Uh, the movement spearheaded by our life coach, Stephanie Ziv, who joins us every Thursday at this time. And you can also go to her website, which is stephanieziv.com. That's Stephanie with an F and an I-E at the end of that. And then Ziv, Z-I-E-V.com. And we'll fill you in more on uh, some cool things she's working on via the site. But we're encouraging you to join me in being part of this movement that we're we're putting some fuel to, which is being on the hook. So I say, let's start really simple, yeah, and encourage you to, to utilize this free gift that we have of a life coach in the room because she normally charges for this. Um, and, and, and get some advice on how to effectively Put yourself on the hook. So, what's your dream? What's your fantasy? And sometimes it's hard to say it out loud. It was, I remember when I put myself on the hook, God, it's almost a couple months now. Um, it was frightening, and I'm the guy who talks for a living. <laughs> and it was very frightening to say, okay, I'm gonna put myself on the hook to draft a book by the end of the year and to lose 30 pounds more. Not 30 pounds in total, but 30 pounds more by the end of the year. It was very frightening to say that because then suddenly someone has written it down. Even if I didn't do the video, someone has written it down yeah. and someone will be waiting to say, because it's my combative personality, <laughs> someone will be waiting to say, did you do that? 
Yeah, but not in a combative way. Not that's necessarily. No. That's my own stuff. That's your own, right. Or maybe my experience is that people are yeah, horrible. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's why the... Uh, I'm only playing. That's not... Well, no, but that... No, some, there, that is a real But there is fear. Sometimes. But there is fear in, yes. in putting your, your vocal cords and the breath to make the sound <laughs> to say it. Yes. It's terrifying. So yes, it can be. We want to encourage you to just take the baby steps and, and, and call us, 866-305. 6887 and and dream a little right we when we talk about what our dreams are what your goals are um it can be very very uh, exciting very very um energizing and let me also say i think part of the baby step is that it doesn't have to be the dreamy dream 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 it doesn't have to be the mother low dream yeah. that you put yourself on the hook for it can be i want to be on the hook to um you know get my kids out of the house on time th th this week. It doesn't have to be a massive step right this second or a massive vision right this second. So I think a lot of people overthink it sometimes when there is probably something that is on the tip of their tongue that they really would like to try to be on the hook for. So in the on the hook movement, I really do encourage all levels of on the hook. So you know what? As you're saying that, I had a ping moment. I love that. No, I did, honestly. Mm -hmm. Because I've been trying to figure out why I've been so grumpy these last few days. And I sort of identified it to my husband last night. And he, you know, said all of the right things he always does. He's a good husband that way. <laughs> um, but I'm two weeks away from turning 52. Birthdays are a hot button for all of us. And I'm no, no exception. And, and I'm going to be working on my birthday, and he's not going to be in town on my birthday. And that's, you know, not, neither are a big deal because I'll be doing what I love. And I've been with my husband for 12 years. We're not built on that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm grumpy about it because I'm grumpy because I want to be 10 years old and have ice cream. You know what I mean? So I think what I need to do, honestly, really just came to me while you were talking is put myself on the hook to give myself a great birthday. I love it. And come up with all the different ways that I can put myself on the hook to have a great birthday mm. and to have a good rest of June because I usually dread June. Mm. Not because it's my birthday, but because it's Pride Month, which means it's Hyper Gay Month, which means there's a lot of pressure when you're when you, I mean, your um, your culture is Jew. You're, you're mm -hmm. Jewish, right? Yeah. So, do you come from a family that puts a lot of pressure on the holiday, high holy days, and were you like, were you kind of raised in that kind of environment or not? I mean, we not really. I, I went to the family that you know. It was like that. We went to services once a year and had, and then we okay. ate. We ate on every you know every holiday. Okay. It was about eating. Okay. So no, <laughs> but in some families, it's like this has to be the perfect. Yeah. Holiday. Right. Otherwise, we have failed. Mm. No, we didn't grow up like that. I was in that family, right? And we failed every year because mm. we were like the Adams family. <laughs> um, and so in, in the gay world, June is like High Holy Month. And everything has to be perfect. You have to have a boyfriend, the right body, the right outfit, the right this. And when you work in broadcasting, the right guests. Mm. And it's been torture. Even though this show is up and running, we have amazing guests. It's been frightening, you know, frightening to make sure that you hit it right so that everybody feels 
served and happy. What's the consequence if you don't do it, quote, right? Nothing. Right. So that's another big awareness, right? Right. right. Because so much of being on the hook or it's putting that pressure on ourselves right. and then and then feeling like we're going to fail. But but what does that actually mean? What's going to happen if, if you don't do it exactly by the date you said you were? What, right. What's going to happen if you don't um, take the route you thought you would? What's going to happen if it doesn't actually unfold in the way that you wanted it to? And, you know, it's nothing. nothing. Just nothing. more information is going to be revealed that you can then do something with. Exactly. So I am, and, and maybe I'll, I'll have to do a video for this later. <laughs> I love Wait a it. Maybe I can do this right now. Do I remember <laughs> how to do this right now? Hang on a second. Are you going to have ice cream at your birthday I'm not going to have ice cream at my birthday because I'm diabetic. I'm going to oh, I'm going to No, don't have ice I'm cream. I'm not going to have ice cream. <laughs> but but I am going to I am going to I haven't figured out how cuz it's really all just coming to me as we're sitting here sincerely. Uh, I'm going to give myself a good birthday. Love it. I'm going to put myself on the hook for it, too. If I good. can find my Facebook app, it'd be amazing. <laughs> Our toll-free number is 866-305-6887. Uh, what would you like, you know, what would you like to put yourself on the hook on? It could be big. It could be little. It can be anything. Actually, my, I think people are afraid to talk. Well, and even if you don't know what it is exactly, yeah. I'm, we you know we can open up part of opening up the lines is to have a conversation about it a little bit. Yeah. So don't think that you have to know everything. Don't think to, that you have to figure it out yeah. by yourself. The whole premise of this thing is we are, you know, making accountability to your dream a team sport. So it is a, really about clarifying. It's about identifying. It's about helping you do all that. It's about figuring out what those steps are. Once you really figure out the what. We got to figure out the why, and then we figure out the steps to take to get there, and then the accountability. So it's designed to completely support you. Okay, so I'm looking at my I'm looking at my my uh, Twitter feed, and I'm getting I'm getting messages. So let's can I read them? Sure, to you? read them to you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so um, Jasmine, who is in where are you, Jasmine? I'm just gonna open up because you didn't give your address. Uh, Jasmine, who is in Madison, Madison, Wisconsin, says she wants to be on the hook to begin having more music in her life as a singer, but she is um, 38 years old, and so she feels like she's too old to do it. Mm. She doesn't have dreams of, of being a pop star, but she wants to perform. How would you advise her to to begin the first thing is i'm so happy that she tweeted that out and that you found that <laughs> that's yeah. good yeah, yeah. um i think that the age thing is actually a really big common reason that people stop themselves before they start i'll call it an on the hook inhibitor mm. we have many of those age is one of them it's too late i'm too old i'm not enough i'm scared etc cetera, etc cetera. so the fact that um, there is a very clear desire. There is a there's a vision of performing more, of having more music in her life, of, of being the one singing. Then the question is, you know, what would and we we could do it either a year from now. or We could just say by the end of this year, what would you want to be on the hook for? Would it be that you want to be you want you want to book one performance at a local venue and, you know, and sing for the masses? Do you want to um you know, just kind of think about what is that vision? What's a day in your awesome life? Okay, so she's actually tweeted me back. She's oh, listening right now. Great. Jasmine. Jasmine, call. Don't be so scared, girl. <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be your conduit. <laughs> I'm gonna be a conduit until you have the courage to call. So she says what she would really love to do 
is to sing at a local coffee house. Love it. Okay, so the question would be, is that something that, Jasmine, I'm going to talk directly to you. Talk directly to you. Are her. you willing to put yourself on the hook to sing at a local coffee house? And if so, by when? That becomes the question, right? So, And then based on the when, we can, we can support you in what are those steps that we need to take to help you get to where you want to go. So what, what do you have to do? Do you have to prepare a song? Do you have to practice? Do you have to do a mini uh, concert for your friends in, in, your, in, your, in your living room before you do that? You know, what are those actual steps? But if you can see yourself already there, see yourself already singing in this coffee house, feel what, what it would be like to be actually, you know, giving voice to this, to this vision, to this dream. As much as you can, you know, visualize the visualizing exercise actually is to bring in the feeling of the thing that you want. And this is not so woo woo, right? This is what athletes do. They envision every stroke. They envision every everything that they that they do to get from point A to point B. So this is the same thing. It's if you can already see yourself there, there feel it, then you can kind of walk into the world kind of owning that power, owning that that vision, feeling like you're already this superstar, and then you can state to you know take those steps to get you there. All right, all right. So um, our toll-free number is 866-305-6887. Um Okay, so I've got another one. This is from Michael. He wrote, uh, I've, I lost 28 of uh, 50 pounds since April 22nd. Now I want to get out of this work rut where I'm being taken advantage and also write a screenplay. Awesome. Michael, call us, 866-305-6887. So that sounds like um, he's doing what, what I tend to do, which is he's, he's creating a stack mm-hmm. that's going to scare him from making a move. Because it's too much, you mean? Yeah, I mean, can you can you stack too many things up in front of you? Because sometimes I worry that I that that my eyes are bigger than what I can consume. Mm-hmm. I think that that can absolutely be a a mechanism, a, a way to avoid something in some way. Right. You, you know, I do think that part of the question that you have to ask yourself is, what do I want, and why do I want this, and does it really resonate for me at this time? You know, it could be. You know, I put myself on the hook to to do this book proposal, which I shared the story a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Did not pan out the way I thought, and you know what? I'm actually letting myself off the hook for that right now. So how how would how would he? Uh, he hasn't asked this. I'm asking this. This okay. is Michael in Midland, Michigan. Um, how would he prioritize? Because it sounds like he might need to prioritize. Like, would he get out of his work rut by working on his screenplay? Like in his like on the weekend, or would he be inspired to write his screenplay if he was more assertive at work? I think the questions. So all of these are questions that I would ask. Oh wait, he's on. He's on the oh, phone. Oh yes, Michael. Michael, you're my hero. <laughs> Michael, hello. Yep, I'm here. You're here. You're my hero for having the courage to call in. So say hello to say hello to uh to to miss stephanie what's her name over here hi michael (laughs) so she was just about to say so you uh, unpack it for stephanie uh if if i didn't quite get it right from your tweet um in march i made the decision to drop everything and move back to me um when i did that in the meantime i started this job and on april 22nd since i've been at this job i've already lost 28 of the 50 pounds that I wanted to lose. Wow. On top of already losing over 200 a few Wow, years ago. my goodness. Oh, my Good God, Michael. You. 
and now I look, I, I actually look fabulous if you look at my picture. God like, bless. Damn. And the job that I got. Oh, you do look job. fabulous. <laughs> it's a job meant for two people, yes. and the person that I replaced used to stay after two to three hours a night off the clock just to stay caught up. Mm. And every day I'm being told that my job is on the line. And that I could be fired the next day. So, you know, it doesn't really make you want to come in the next day. Right. And I want to do something a little more geared towards what I'm used to doing or with a better environment. But in the meantime, I've also got a couple of ideas for books or screenplays that I've always wanted to write. And I don't know the outlet on how to do them. And before I turn 50, I would like at least one of them to get read and approved, even rejected. I don't care so long as it was read. <laughs> I love that you said that. That's great. So, okay, first of all, big, massive acknowledgement for releasing all that weight, just energetically, physically. And you look good, Yeah, dude. good for you. Thank you. That's, that's awesome. And and what, what I think is key about you having done that is that you know that you have, that to me that's like a great sign of some something within you allowed you to really kind of be self-loving, take that care of yourself, and and let go of the excess. So I, I just want to acknowledge that you have that in you. You know, you are able to set goals, accomplish them, have a touch point, you know, come back to center. So that that is just, that that's extraordinary, and that, that's to be acknowledged, because if you can do that, then you can do anything, right? Everything is one thing. So it sounds like now that things are good and you feel good in your body the stuff that doesn't feel good is like it really doesn't feel good it's like not good on acid right so the so the job does not feel good and this other thing is now seeking to express the question is if you whenever people are in jobs that they're that that are not working for them and they can't can you quit tomorrow is that is that a possibility for you financially no, it's not. Okay, and that's very common too. So when people come to me and say, "I hate my job," and I and this is this is sucking the life out of me, and I can't do the creative things I really want to do, and it's a really common story. So I'm happy that that you're sharing it. What I first say about the job itself is, if you can look at the job as you know how you relate. I, I say this all the time: how you relate to the issue is the issue. If you're the the job right now, it sounds like is a bully. You're relating to it like a bully who has power over you. If instead you can walk into the job and kind of acknowledge that if it's still in your life, then there's more to learn. So if you can just be curious instead of scared, if you can be open instead of closed, and if you can maybe see it like your first investor in your screenplay, that might be just at least to get your head calmed down a little bit before you walk in there. And also, you know, just breathe as much as you can, knowing that this is a, this has a, this has an expiration date. In the meantime, the question I have for you is, what kind of space are you willing to create to start the process of writing these other things that are speaking to you? Well, I, on July 1st, I move into my new home, which is going to get me out of um, a family member's house. So in the evening, that um, I can actually dedicate one to two hours each night to do that. If not at home, then at the local coffee shop up the street. Because while I'm writing, it gives me a chance to look at the boys. Beautiful. When is your and birthday? July 6th. Okay, July 6th. So let me ask you this. By July 6th, which is not that far away. No. It's really close, actually. My fellow cancer boy. <laughs> yeah. What, what would you, well, or even, 
by July 6th, it sounds like you're saying you really do want to at least have, have started the process of writing. My other question would be, what, what, what by December 31st do you want to complete as it relates to the writing? Um, I would like to at least have the, the steps of the screenplay written down and turned in to somebody to, to look at. So does that mean like an outline or a treatment? What, what, is the, what, what do the steps mean? Um, a, base, a basic storyboard, storyline of what it's about, the characters, what's by, happening. By December? So, so okay, do you feel like that's reasonable? Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that, that's probably you. I, I think you could probably do more than that. I think I you could, could probably have that done by somebody. I think summer. you could probably have a first draft of a screenplay done by the by the by December thirty first. If I were oh, yeah. if I were to push you a little, and, and then, I do have a I do have a very good friend who's um, he just actually finished filming um, a new movie uh, last week. Perfect. And he he actually wants to see it, and so you have done, someone to show it to. Yeah. Yes. And that that that's the other on the hook part that that you that you mentioned in the tweet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you have you. So you have someone you want to show it to. Yep. You have. Do you know what you want to write? Yes. Well, then you're golden. So Michael, here's what you're going to do. Done. Here, here's what you're going to do. You're you are on the hook to complete a first draft of a screenplay by December 31st or sooner. The question now is, what are you willing? And then I heard you say you're also willing that by your birthday on July 6th, you're willing and wanting to to carve out one to two hours. I would not say every day. One to two hours, let's say one or more night per week or two or more nights per week that you are starting to engage with this, pro with, with, with this project and this process. Good? Yeah, because on top of it, I'm also learning to get back out. I was... Because of the weight, I was kind of sequestering myself in my in my house for a long sure, time. Sure, I, mean, so, I, I know so that. Now I'm, you know, so now I'm now that the weight's coming off, I'm finding I'm getting looked, you know, looked again. So every night, instead of going okay. straight home, I go out and do something. Whether it's I'll walk around the park, go to the library, go to the coffee shop. Because awesome. I live in a small town now, so. So why don't why don't we do this? Why don't you can we can we can you uh, possibly call in next Thursday and give us like an update on on if you've you know how you're feeling? Of course, and, and I tweet you all the time. So all right, so then so then you're going to put yourself on the hook to check in with Stephanie next Thursday during this hour. And you can be, and you can even put yourself on Facebook and remember to relate to the job right now as your first investor. Just see it. Just it, it's going to roar. And That's it's gonna, really good. It's going to be loud, and it's going to get in your way, and all your old stuff's going to come up. But how you relate to that job really can determine your day or not. So if you say, "Oh, my job is really upset right now," I, I'm so sorry for my That's job. That's life changing for anybody. All right, yeah, Michael. I, so I, I, I actually like the job, but the people and everything. I just don't like the fact I'm being taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. So. She's yep. giving you the bad, an investor. That's really good, <laughs> Michael. We're going to be talking to you next week. Let's uh, let's uh, let's say hello now at eight six six three zero five six eighty seven as we spend time with our life coach Stephanie Ziv to um, Shelly in Atlanta. Shelly, thank you for holding on. Oh, you're welcome. Say I hello to Stephanie. To work. <laughs> Hi, Shelly. How you doing? I'm all good. How about you? I'm all right. Um, I'm wondering. I'm already put myself on the hook, and the time has passed, and I feel like crap. What does that mean? 
You put yourself on the hook when and for what, and what does the time has passed mean? Okay. Last January 2014, I decided if I was not in a long-term relationship by December, I was going to move out of Georgia, and um, I decided I was going to go to Florida. Okay. I've been down here 12 years, and I've been single for 10. So I'm like, that's the only thing that's missing. I have you know, great job, great friends. I don't have anybody special, so. I'm going to wait. I want to stop you for two seconds. The way you said what you wanted was what you didn't want. This is very important, everybody. You said, so so the New Year's resolution is, if I'm not in a relationship, then I'm going to move. So really, what the universe hears is, you're going to move. It's a double negative. It's like, right. It's like, really, because really what, what you want is the relationship. It wasn't like, it sounds like the move was not. That no. wasn't the that wasn't the thing. That wasn't the desire, right? No. Oh no, not real no. So what you no, focus on what you focus on expands. So what's key is that when you are thinking about this, because right now I already hear you have a story about how long you've been single and this is an easy and very relatable thing and it is normal and, and you are not alone. It is it is but but you have to really think about what it is that you want instead of what it is that you don't want because there is a you know it's a neutral it's a neutral order when you put it out there when you speak it into existence the 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 powers that be don't care so it's like but you have to just be really clear about what you want so what do you really want i want to leave georgia i want to work for the military um in florida okay and what else do you want and i want a girlfriend i want a partner uh, love it and, and have you, when you think about, so what I want you to do is start by writing out a day in your awesome life on, on December 31st. What are you doing? Like write it out in, the, in, a, in a first person way. I wake up this morning, I turn, I turn over, I, I, I turn to my side and I see my beloved sitting, you know, laying next to me. I am so excited and blessed that, that I, that I called forth everything I wanted, that I'm living this life, that I'm working for a company that I believe in, et cetera, et cetera, living in a place I love. You know, so I, I think that's the first step for you is just to get into the feeling of what it is that you want instead of continuing to focus on that which you do not. OK. And I, yeah, I do. I do focus on what I don't have. All of us do. We it's all just do, a Darwin. shift we have to make. And Welcome you are to, an awesome yeah. representative to start it today. So are you willing to do that? Yes. Awesome. All Good. right. Can you commit? Can you call us next week and let us know how you're doing? Sure can. We love you for that. All right, Shelly. Good luck and have a great day. We'll talk to you very soon. Stephanie Ziv. Can I say one thing? Please. I am going to be here next week, but the, but Wednesday before I'm here, I actually am going to do a, a free webinar, and I haven't I haven't announced it yet, so the best thing to do is to go to my website and sign up for my newsletter. You'll also get your On the Hook permission slip to dream when you do. You'll get all the information. It, I'm going to be talking about it on the On the Hook movement as well. It's a highly content-driven Set you up for total success on the hook. Awesomeness. So I want you all to sign up. It's free. Uh, it'll be next Wednesday, the 17th. And I will I will see you there. All right. Well, we love you. And, and we thank I you. you. We thank you. Thank you. Stick around. There's more to come on The Jolt. Right.